0: All right, welcome back to the PGM podcast. Today, I'm joined with Evan Floyd Yo. and Dallas Harris, and I am Luke Calvert. Um, this summer in the NBA has been absolutely crazy. Uh, it's been a similar summer for us here at PGM. Uh, we've we've interviewed Jonathan Charks. If you've not listened to that, go back and check it out uh, after you listen to this episode. Uh, we've had a couple. Uh, we've had an all-time Pacers uh, uh, fantasy draft um, as you guys head into your uh, fantasy football drafts, and 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 so. It's no different for the Western Conference uh, in the NBA. And so today we're going to take a dive uh, into the, what the Western Conference is. Uh, what, what, is it, what is it now after all of the collateral damage that is the offseason? <laughs> Some could say literally just July 1 through 6 yeah. uh, is that collateral damage. Um, but just let me give you a hint uh, about the turnover in the Western Conference. Now, not all these players left the West. Not all these players went from the East to the West. Um, some of them stayed within conference. Some, some went interconference. But I want to give you all of, uh, not all of, but some big names that moved in the West. I mean, we've got Paul George. We've got Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Who did leave uh, the West? D'Angelo Russell, who went from East to West. We got Conley, who stayed in conference. Anthony Davis, Porzingis, and uh, I say uh, Porzingis. We realized he was traded a year and a half ago, but he's not stepped foot on the court since that trade. So I'm counting it. Um, Chris Paul went 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 to OKC. Hassan Whiteside which is a sleeper trade that people are gonna gonna forget within those six days of July uh, that Hassan White, Whiteside went from um, kind of just his disgruntled role with the heat to now probably playing a prominent role in Portland um, so Evan yeah Dallas with all this change up and and, and all of this turnover uh, in the in the Western Conference give me I'm gonna give you two options oh, who is the best new teammates in the Western Conference now when I say best new conference, I mean the best players that are also on the same team okay the best teammates uh in the in the west they could be on a pre existing team didn't have to be traded uh or the other one is just you're simply most excited about this specific duo. What would you guys say?
1: Ooh, um i I was thinking about this a lot today I think. As I'm sitting around here all summer, like when this started popping off on July first, it, it was like a atomic bomb drop down, and I'm just standing in like the wasteland now, trying to figure out like what's going on because all that madness happened. And in the midst of all that, I think people are, are naturally just riding off like Houston, you know, Oh, like, I agree, like I agree completely they they ball out last year, right. And all right, you have your, your chemistry issues, your continuity issues with Harden and Paul. And then, like, seriously, like, I had forgotten for a hot second that they traded Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And Russell Westbrook and James Harden together with the guys they've managed to keep around this offseason, like, they didn't send out Gordon, they didn't send out Capella, you know, those guys who have already built something in Houston. Like, that combo right there, like, it has me sold on they could easily have another like number 1 seed mm-hmm. just like that.
2: Oh, I agree. I'm if you if you look yeah, back I mean, at their the start of their season last year, they struggled out of the gate, but a lot of that was due to the fact that Chris Paul was not on the court. Um and they were trying to throw Carmelo fucking Anthony. Exactly. And and with with the Rockets, it's you I I also forget at times that Westbrook and Harden are now together and the issue with Paul and Harden was you could tell by just watching them a year in, they did not like each other. It was full it was getting close to Shaq and Kobe. They could not stand to be on the same court. Russ and Harden are like best friends. That chemistry they have is gonna be it's gonna be big time for Houston. And and you talk about Tucker and you talk about Capella, they just locked up Gordon to a new deal. They're putting out a solid roster and they have some depth. They're gonna be good. Luke, you said who are the, the two just best players that are on the same team, and Russ and Harden are up there. Um, you have to mention LeBron and Anthony Davis in terms of just best players. LeBron is, what, in his 16th season now, and AD has had injury troubles his entire career. I say pound for pound. They're probably the best two playing together. Kawhi had an unbelievable year, and Paul George did as well. You can argue them there. Um, but I want to go to the the guys that I... Um, I'm just excited to watch. Um, and number one for me, shouldn't be a shock to anyone that knows me is um, I'm really excited to watch Luca play with Christoph Porzingis. Um, Luca is special. Um, he's lost about 15 to 20 pounds this off season. Um, I just saw an article the other day about him just talking about what he wants to improve on. and his answer was just literally everything. In his second year, he wants to do everything just a little bit better than he already did. Uh, But the main focus in that was his defense and his agility and speed. Um, His passing ability is something that can't be taught, and he finally has – I say finally. He's been in the league one year. Um, But Porzingis is a guy who's going to be on the court with him who commands attention. He didn't play with a single guy last year who commanded attention. Um, And if Porzingis is healthy and he looks like – if he's if he's really as big as that picture that we saw that came out of him, if he's really that big, he's been in the gym that much, he's continued to work on his scoring ability, they're going to be really, really good yeah. and really, really interesting as a tandem, as, yeah. as I teammates.
1: That's a, you're onto something there because like, we mentioned Houston, and then you mentioned Dallas. I think Dallas is on a lesser scale. But you look at a duo or a tandem, you look at James Harden and Russell Westbrook and then Chris Stapps and Luca. What do they have in common? Both of those duos, each guy commands all the attention on 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 the floor. Exactly. So the other naturally is going to benefit so much. It's it's like when I think of Houston, you think last year or the, the year before when James Harden gets the ball. Why do you think all these guys around him are having some of their best years of their career? I mean, we see it all the time in the NBA. You know, you get your Giannis in the in the Eastern Conference. And, you know, the guys around him who are getting wide open look after wide open look. And it's it's the same thing with Harden. It's like, but now, you know, it's one night if teams go at Harden. Like, who's guarding Russell Westbrook? Like, how much attention do you have towards one of the most ferocious offensive players in the league? You know, and then when you can finally recover on him, you got guys standing out there who are, you know. So it's like, it's going to be almost impossible to guard.
2: And there's a lot of teams in the Western conference this year that
1: happen, yeah exactly that's and that's, that's and like that, my theme it's internally like that's my thing yeah. is there's a lot yeah. of teams that you have so much flexibility and you know
0: but i think I, I, think, I think the the difference for me and i I guess I'm thinking a little bit more long term here is um my favorite duo and I think it doesn't fall under best new teammates i or or best teammates, best tandem it doesn't um probably a little bit more than the most excited about um but is is De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley yeah. uh, solely because De'Aaron Fox was a dog last year, and if you saw Marvin Bagley play at all uh, in 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 this summer against the what we would call you know the actually you know the team that's running for the gold medal, uh, he dominated a lot of those guys on a team. That he wasn't supposed to be he going was, to China. He was good last year, man. <laughs> and he was, and he and he started really come on last year. I know some injuries have plagued him, and they did that mm. whole weird thing with him in his rookie year about starting him or not and right. playing bums over him. And I think that was a little bit of a coach and GM kind of the distruntal. Kings. Yeah. The Kings will always have that though. They're right. so but, mediocre. But but you could say that Vladi. You could say I that Vladi, Vladi is past that because they, he's really put a good team together. Uh, and we're going to talk about. Uh, you know Sacramento and, and Evan. I want your thoughts on Sacramento this year uh, here mm-hmm. in just a second. But I yeah. want to tell you yeah. something: James Harden and Russell Westbrook is is a is a tandem that I'm 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 out on. I I just don't I don't think it. I don't you know Russell Westbrook cannot play off the ball. He, he I don't care. He will. He might have to. He cannot play off the ball. James Harden he can play off the ball okay so i can get it in a world where james harden is playing off the go- off the ball but you're you're talking about two players with the highest player uh, what's the word? I'm, usage rate. Okay, they're almost tied in usage percentage. Now, you could give me an argument that you know maybe it'll work for a single season. That the athleticism of Hard or of Westbrook and the shooting and 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 the, the the draw drawing fouls ability of Harden will come together and it'll be this beautiful symphony in one year. But I don't care about. Excuse me, not this year. I don't. I'm worried about this year. You're going to be paying this man uh, forty-seven million dollars, and the other man, uh, yeah. Exactly, forty-seven million dollars at the mm-hmm. same exact time. One's thirty-three, one's thirty-four. Right. Okay. Now that's a joke. Now you, you're talking about you can talk, you're talking about on a team. Now, give me a second. You're talking about a, a team that Harden might be, along with Steph Curry, the the best individual basketball player that will age so gracefully. I love Steph's game and that he can shoot it. Shooting shooting ages really well. Harden's game is going to age really well. Drawing fouls, finesse, step backs doesn't involve a ton of contact at the rim. Russell Westbrook is the single most. If you created a basketball player that will not age well in the NBA, it is Russell Westbrook. Depends so much on his athleticism. Depends so much on his body not being injured. Depends a lot on his ability to be a high flyer above the rim, attacking players, attacking bigs. That was not going to age well when you're paying them, you know, a combined, what is it? 94. Million. $94 million in the same year. You wouldn't think that they were paying a lot with Chris Paul and Harden on the same team. You just added Eric Gordon for four years, 73, mm-hmm. which is a stupid contract that's that a one did not guy. deserve. That's, a, that's no. a tradable deal, though. I mean, like, Eric? Eric Gordon. I yeah. don't know if it's tradable. Yeah, when I, I saw them, that, when, listen, when I saw them signed... The four-year seven, I think it's seventy-three. It's right around that. Mitch, maybe it's you can check on that. Definitely an overpay at first it's an, glance. It's an absolute no. It is an absolute overpay for someone who is just stretches the floor, okay? Which is something that's I mean, going to be. It's he gonna did be, win six man of the year and has started multiple,
2: multiple, multiple games for them over the past but few what, years.
0: But what has Eric Gordon dealt with as well? Injuries, Injuries. when he was a right. Clipper. Right. Injuries. Right. No, he let, missed, let me.
2: He, he missed some games just last year. Let, let me talk to you about the Rockets for a second. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, go ahead. Because the exact same reasoning as to why people said Chris Paul and James Harden would not work is the exact same reasoning that people are saying. Right. Chris Paul Westbrook, and Russell
0: Westbrook. You know,
1: they both, ha- they, both, have, they know, both have to have the ball. Exactly. They both have and that's to the thing. And, and here's
2: the reason I'm in on these Paul, two is because I was so out on Paul and Harden. And you said it might work for one year or two years. And matters. it did work for one year or two years. And if Daryl Morey has proven anything since he's, becomes uber aggressive with the Rockets is he only cares about this year that's happening right now. He does not care about 2022 or 2023 or 2028. He does not care in the slightest. He wants to win now, and he's going to do anything that he can to win now. So with that being said, they're not paying Westbrook and Harden Ninety four yeah, this year,
0: and, and they're, and, they're and, not. And, and I just had Eric, or, or I just had Mitch check, and Eric Gordon got paid four years seventy six. So right. that is, dude, you, it's, you can't, it's an overpay. You can't convince me that's a good. No, that's, it's that's, an overpay. That's, that's a liquid that's, asset.
2: That's averaging nineteen million a year. This year, it's probably closer to
0: sixteen. And what is it? Is it Mitch? Is it is it accelerated? Do you know? Does it say if it's an accelerated contract over the, la- over, the over the four years? Because yeah, I if, wonder where that, it's that's to my guess. If it averages out to be nineteen, them, which okay, that's, that's, 000, the, that's, that's a million dollars less. That's it does. I'm saying that's a million dollars less than the average Victor Oladipo per per year.
2: Just saying. You well, know, I understand that, but here's the difference that the Pacers and the Rockets rosters are at right now is the. Rockets have two former MVPs, and the Pacers have one all star who is coming back from a ruptured quad. I'm not I'm debating say, with no, you. No, which no, no. What I'm be saying better. is the reason Mori can spend that money and justify it is the fact that he has the roster around him that he does. He has a fringe all star center. He has two former MVPs. He has one of the best stretcher floor stretchers in the league, and Eric Gordon coming off of his bench. I mean, he has, and he said it multiple, multiple times, we're going after the Warriors. We're going after the Warriors. We're going after a title. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about next
0: season. And so. And, and Daryl Morey is going to run into a Clippers team, a Los Angeles Lakers team, a, a Denver Nuggets team, a Portland Trailblazers team that is going to surpass them in and, talent. And it's that's going fine. going to surpass them as a team.
2: And that's fine if you believe that. And I know there's a lot of people who share that, that same sentiment, but. As Daryl Morey, who's, as I say again, trying to win a championship, that's all he cares about. You cannot win a championship with a scared dollar bill. You can't do it. Well,
1: and one thing that I'm going to add we haven't touched on is what else has changed with Houston in the past year? Morey has all the support that he wants and needs. They have an aggressive owner now because there's been an ownership change. And that guy wants to win. And that guy is commanding it now. Like they've been vocal about how they want to chase Golden State and do this and do that. You know, what they did with that Westbrook trade to me is they're, you know, accelerating the gas even more. And they're doubling down on, you know, like we're going for it. Like that's what that says. And Daryl Morey, if he's shown anything, I'm not worried about the money in these contracts. Uh, You know, it's different a little between Harden and. Westbrook with Harden everything that he's done for that team in that city you give him whatever the fuck he wants that dude's earned it he's one of the best players in the league a revolutionary offensive player as well and Westbrook's earned it just from what he brings to the floor I get the schematics and everything and and this and that but I mean Daryl Moore has shown that he can get out of any contract all right that dude flips more assets and more picks and, and everything else than any GM in the league you know, if you really think, I mean, if- he
2: was prepared to trade four first round picks for Jimmy Butler on two separate occasions. And we, and he was gonna, he gets Jimmy Butler, he's gonna give him the contract he wants. The reason Maury does it, and he would be okay with it, and that Houston ownership would be okay with it, the only people who would not be okay with it would be the 2024 Houston Rockets and their fans,
0: which is because which we're, we're, they're gonna have nothing to choose as,
2: as a Pacers fan. I would gladly suffer through five years of the worst NBA team that could be rostered. And, and bro, if like, if before that we won a championship. And worst
1: case scenario, if Houston doesn't work out, Moore's going to trade Westbrook to the Heat. He's he's going to trade him to the Wolves. He has he has outs. he will have teams lined up that if it's not working
0: for an individual, he, for he, an he individual. has an out. He has an out for People an individual who. Was so progressive with the way in which he handed out contracts, which he was he was really at the forefront of the two year contracts. You know, we talked about this on a couple of podcasts ago, but he's really he showed his hand here. And I know it's you guys have made some good points, and I'm not I'm not saying that uh, it can't work for this year. Like I said, I wanted to go beyond this year, but for four years uh, of of, of you know This tandem will likely be together for the next three years or four years. That's what contracts say. It, it, there's not a lot of hope, like I said, outside of this year. And I, if they, and I know you can't depict this. You can't choose when you have good teams, and you can't choose when you have bad teams. Uh, well, you can choose if you have bad teams. 76, 76ers showed us that. But um, this is a really <laughs> bad year to have a good team. That's not good enough. And that's what this yeah, team is. is. That's what this team is. It, yeah. it, it, like you could, we could argue, and I'm out of this camp, but many are, many are arguing uh, that Utah the Utah Jazz are better than the Houston uh, Rockets. I mean, you look at Vegas win projections. You've got Utah projected at the second seed, 52 and a half wins. Uh, it's projected, and you look at the four seed at Houston at 52. Now I get it's a point five difference, but I mean, still, like you were talking about a Utah Jazz team that's rolling out Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, you know, uh, Rudy Gobert, Bojan Bogdanovich, and Joe. Ingram. I mean that team can't guard a soul other than Gobert at the rim. It's true. Oh well, I mean, true. mean
2: Conley's one of the best lockdown defenders in the NBA, uh, not, and,
0: not not at his age, not not right now. Okay, well, talk about not right that's a different now. conversation for a yeah, different right. day. Evan, I, think,
2: I, I think I think that that big three in Utah, Mitchell, Conley, and Gobert, will be one of the best y- units. Of the year, I mean, and they're and they're in the same camp of of mine as I have the Denver Nuggets. I mean, they're absolutely overrated, and it sucks, and it sucks to to think this way and believe this because I'm a Pacers fan and we do not have the superstar power. But in the NBA, it doesn't matter how good your regular season is. If you get to the playoffs, you have to have superstars. You do, and the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz for me are the same way. They're going to have a high regular season or a regular. Um, season win total and they're going to get a high playoff season. That's what chemistry gets you in the regular season. Exactly, exactly. And they will not be able to win multiple playoff series. They might get to the second round. One of them might, if they play each other in the second round, one of them will get to the Western Conference Finals. But you cannot tell me confidently that either the Utah Jazz or the Denver Nuggets can win three or even four playoff series
0: in a row, especially when they have to go through three of them in the Western Conference. Well, Who's better? I want you two to tell me right now. Who's better, the Houston Rockets or the Portland Trailblazers?
1: Oh, my God. Well, that's a whole different argument. I mean, I personally love Portland this year. I do, too.
0: Love Portland. Why wouldn't you?
1: They're deep. And that's not something that they've had tremendously over the past couple years with Lillard and McCollum. I mean, before uh, Nurkic came on the scene last year, I think they've been looking for that third piece that – You know, has to be a big that is a that is going to contribute significantly and is going to impact their team. And when you look up and down their roster, I mean, you mentioned it kind of in the intro, like with Whiteside. All right, it's easy to shit on Whiteside, you know, naturally because of his attitude, right? The past couple years, but he's going to Portland, away from the media, on a deep, good team who it's it's it's, it's well noted. Their culture, is the their culture, be a part of. top three or four cultures in the NBA and with the Terry, best
0: leaders. Terry Stotts has a lot to play in that. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah, I'm not Terry. saying it's perfect nothing environment was told, nothing to turn was your career
1: around at 26 years old,
0: right? And, and and I think what they needed, like you said, you were alluding to. I liked the princess, um, you know, the, the 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 you know the, the March Madness kind of. Um, you know, picture, if you will, with Ennis Cantor. He's joining the team. They're going to make a deep playoff run, and here they go. And he still can't play defense. So um, I <laughs> like Kanter's the Hassan Whiteside. side. I like Nurkic. Nurkic's going to come back off that injury. So maybe they, you know, maybe they meddle with playing, you know, Whiteside side over Nurk for a while. they but got a lot of scoring. They've got a lot of scoring. They, they have a lot of opportunities. They finally got that stinking guy who ruined the Pacers a couple years ago out of there. <laughs> um, you know, so I, it, we, they really have, I like them better than Houston. I really here's, do. I, here's I, I, I actually, I, you know, I agree with you. cause Houston's th- not got, you know, Houston's going to roll out in a nay maybe, and the wheels are going to fall off. Well, right. I mean, here's the thing in the, in the second unit. I
2: think Portland and I say this because I have dogged on them like three straight off seasons and said, Oh, they're going to be the 8 seed. Oh, they won't make the playoffs. Oh, they're not good at all and they've been a top like 5 seed all 3 years. So I'm just I'm not going to crap on them anymore. I'm just I refuse to do it. They're going to win more games than Houston in the regular season, um no matter what. Uh that's my take. I don't think anything can happen other than a Damian Lillard injury um that keeps Portland from winning more games than Houston but in a 7-game series Houston wins in six, probably against Portland, because Damian Lillard cannot beat Westbrook and Harden by himself. And I know Westbrook has done nothing in the playoffs since getting to the finals at like
0: 22. I, I understand that. Look, let's stop beating around the bush, okay? We're talking about regular season. How it plays different the playoffs, okay? We could we could argue that that's true or not. I you know the Toronto Raptors probably started that trend back in the, you know 2014, 2015, 2016, uh, but they put that to bed. Uh, so what you're talking know, about good teams, bad teams, regular season, postseason, stars, non-stars. Let's 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 forget about it. What are I need to know your eight top eight, okay, one through eight. Give me your playoffs in the Western Conference. Come. Uh, you know, end of the season eighty. The 80, the eighty second game is over. Give me your top eight seed, and and, and uh, I'd like to go first, uh, go. preferably. Go um, because I think I I don't I don't like to call it hot take. I just think that I there's enough takes here to to to, to compile into it be one. Um, I will start off with the simple answer of the Los Angeles Clippers. There's, there's I mean there's there's no there's no wavering from that. You two would be crazy not to say that. Now this is where things kind of get a little bit. Bo- a- so ride. you're
1: putting the Clippers at one. Clippers are one. I Clip- mean, I'm immediately saying that's not going to happen. <laughs> they will not finish as, as the one seed.
0: Clippers are at one best defensive team that we've seen in, in 15 years. The, 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 I don't need to make a case for the Los Angeles Clippers. They're better than any team that you show me on this piece of paper, East, West, or otherwise. You are you are correct. Uh, the second second team uh, that I have here. Uh, is going to be the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets are primed to, to have an incredible year. I love Jamal Murray. I love his shooting. I Love Will Barton. Will Barton got banged up a little bit last year. He hit Denver's
1: a f- Denver's a lot deeper. And I, you,
0: you just cannot forget about the Millsap, Millsap and Horford. I, I always will have them as tied as the same individual because of their Atlanta Hawks days. But I really like, uh, you know, the guy that's coming back from injury this year. Who's that, Evan? I mean, how many? Uh, Michael okay. Porter. Yeah, that's the answer I was looking that's, for. That's that's the thing is <laughs> that that's what I was saying is, is Denver.
1: Denver is a lot deeper right. as well, just like Portland. So I got Clippers
0: yeah. Clippers one, Denver two. I'm going to go with Portland at three. Now, this is where we think, you know, oh, my gosh, you put Portland at three. You forgot about other good teams. Portland, this is the year for Portland. I'm telling you. This is the year that Portland's, you know – Oh, they just have two good guards and shoot it all the time. That's yeah. where that this narrative is going to change. Nurk is going to come in healthy and he's going to change the way they play defensively. Uh, Whiteside is going to come in healthy and healthy minded. He's going to rebound the basketball like he's always has. I think he's going to score better than most people think he does. Playing alongside of those two guards opens up unbelievable lob, you know, you know, kind of a dunker dunker spot uh, for Whiteside. I say that a lot, but I really like that position for him this year. It just opens up a lot for C.J. McCollum. And Damian Lillard to pass to this year. Um, They bolstered in depth in chemistry. I really like that team at three Um, Moving on from them. I'll go Houston at four. Okay, I like Houston I don't like them as much as I like Portland. Uh, I gave you my downs on on Houston, uh, but they're still a good team Here we go five Los Angeles Lakers Um, This is probably the only one I'm gonna agree solely uh, with Vegas win projections here. I do, I do like the Lakers at five. They're better than five, though. I want you to know that. They're better than five. Give them time. Maybe this is a team that is prime for a postseason run. Um, I like what they have. I like that uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis are on the same team. Okay, Enough said there. Uh, that, that's done with five. Uh, in the sixth spot is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Golden State Warriors, I like them a little bit better than probably people. most people do. Uh, I like that they've got the Steph Dre. Dre's going get, to get, get to be a little bit more of a character than he's been in the past. I think Draymond was the only player on that team that had to take a step back in terms of role. Um, now some could say that he got to thrive because he, you know. But I, I like, I like, I like uh, Draymond, D'Angelo Russell. I think it's going to be fun alongside Steph Curry. I don't mean to get this long, go this long, guys. Willie Cauley Stein it's going to be very interesting to play with that team. Maybe the best center that Steph's ever played with. Um, Whoa! On a, well, I mean, think about it. You want to go back to Zaza Pachulia? I know he's now joining them on a <laughs> on a managerial role, but um, not managerial. But he'll be on the staff uh, anyway. So. I got Golden State at six. Now, hold the phones. This is where I'm getting a little weird with you. Uh, the seventh seed. Okay, the seventh seed is going to be the Dallas Mavericks. I like the Dallas Mavericks this year. People are sleeping on Porzingis and his ability. And my eighth seed is the New Orleans Pelicans. Eight seed New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, obviously, you know, Zion, Ball, Ingram, Holiday, Redick. I think Redick's going to be a solid piece for that team. I think um, we're going to see a different Ingram. We're going to see a different Ball. Uh, This season, you've heard a lot about uh, you just 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 uh, uh, um, an interview this past week. Alonzo Ball talked about how he's going to be freed up. I mean, you can't forget that Justin Holiday and and Ball might be in the same backcourt. That's one of the best defensive backcourts in the league. That's second to the Los Angeles Clippers. That's the one at one through eight seed. Send it in. Did
1: you just kick out the fucking Jazz out of your top eight? No, I put the Jazz in there. Okay. I was probably just like twiddling my thumbs, but no,
0: I think I put the Jazz six. Wait, did I? No, you did not mention. You did the not Utah mention Jazz. the Jazz. There's been, no. Okay, listen. And you've been shitting on the Jazz. Listen, I, that's I, disrespectful. I, I will say I'm low on the Jazz. I'm not that low on the Jazz. I I I, I knew I was missing a team in there somewhere. When You threw in the Pelicans. I've, I was. I've got Utah. Oh, U- okay, man. Uh, sorry. I, I I must have missed them. I've got Utah sitting around the five, six, seven seed. Okay. Okay. But not as high as two as Vegas. Okay, says.
1: that's all right. Apologize. That's that's okay.
0: So that does pick that oh, kicks man. my pelicans out.
1: <laughs> so you so you are the first one to to start the topic of San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Once again it. it's kind of yeah. hanging down
2: towards the bottom. It's it's a foregone conclusion this year and it sucks
1: with Mr. DeMar. Because everyone 18. it's like, oh, they are the Spurs.
2: Popovich will get in there. It's it's just like this year is really the year that there's too much talent.
1: It's really the year. So Keep going. Everybody. Oh man, so I don't want to like go too much in depth with this year. We say this every year about the West, but it's so hard to to pinpoint when you have this much talent in one conference. You have to start thinking about at this point who's planning for the postseason and who's like who's trying to go for it the whole time. And you know the Lakers. I mean, I agree. You're looking at a four five seed for the Lakers solely because, like, LeBron figured that out three years ago. Because the sad reality is, yeah, he has one of the best generational players of all time on his team, and that's scary as hell. But just as easily, he could he could go down and miss games and miss fifteen to twenty five games a year, and then you got LeBron and Cleveland all over again. You know. I will say I like the guys they have put behind him and AD, but they're you know they're going for the postseason, and I'm going to say the Clippers to an extent, not as much. The only
0: reason I disagree with you with that, think about it, LeBron didn't sniff the the postseason last year. I think we and I I, this has been a very a, a, this is a normal thought, but LeBron is going to be probably have one of his best mm-hmm. seasons this year. I'm dead serious. Yeah. People start talking about, is Kevin Durant the most p- talented? I mean, he I finally mean, got is, to rest. I mean, yeah, he got the rest <laughs> he needed. I'm telling you, Paul, uh, LeBron, might, we might see the best, and this, this might be the last time we see the best version of LeBron James. I mean,
1: we, we could see LeBron win MVP. It
0: shouldn't oh. surprise anybody.
1: Let me, let me tell you what my top eight is, and I'm,
2: you're gonna go quick here. Yeah,
1: I, I like this. I want you guys to pick your top eight, and I'm gonna pick them apart. Okay.
2: <laughs> and, um, I'm yeah.
0: sorry,
1: Utah. I just want to say that. So I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and um, I'm gonna go through them quick and just hit some highlights. But number one seed um, is gonna be the Denver Nuggets this year. Yeah. Um, just because I think it's exactly what Evan just said. They're playing. To, they're saying we need to set ourselves up for postseason success. They're gonna win sixty. 263
1: games. I got I think they have a sour taste um, in their mouth too.
0: They're better than the Clippers.
1: As just because they're
0: finishing one they seed doesn't mean talent. they're they're better than the Clippers. don't have
2: more t- they have more collective talent. They're a better team. They have more depth, but the Clippers would would beat them in a seven game series.
0: Anyway, I, I, let, I, let me finish you have I know, you this, talked enough. I have, but this is my <laughs> only thing on the Clippers. Like the, you got you guys are playing these 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 antics that teams play. <laughs> and, and 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 the Clippers aren't in the okay. first year together. Okay, but here's. They're not going to be playing. You don't think so Kawhi's going to sit out for 15 here's 20 the games. No, I here's don't the Because I believe he, this. He's, you talk about rest management. Dude, Kawhi is primed. And I know he went deep in the playoffs this past well, season. Let me tell you that. He's had major surgeries this past no, year. Let Kawhi me is going to play more games than he's played in the last three seasons this year. I guarantee you that. That'd be dope. I guarantee, No, I guarantee it. He's came out and said things that sound similar to the things I just said. Okay. And Paul George wants to play alongside But Here's me. here's the question that you asked, though. You
2: did not tell me to list the eight best teams in order of who is I, best. I know that. It's but who's going to be the top eight seeds when the playoffs come. I know. And this is what's going to happen because but, of what we're talking about. These teams and these – you talk about Daryl Moore in these long-term things, but you don't want to think about this year exactly. These these GMs and these coaches, you don't think Doc Rivers and Jerry West know how to handle an injury-plagued Kawhi Leonard and a and Paul George are the two guys that the Clippers finally got. They're not going to trot them out there for 82 games. And and the West is too good. I disagree with you. Okay, that's fine. They would be
0: extremely foolish. Exactly.
1: Kawhi Leonard is Andrew Lucking that organization.
0: He is driving that... No, no. Because, that, yes, no, he is. No, because the Clippers, I'm telling you right now, the Clippers are going to roll it out and say, this is our season. We are winning the championship this season. And, and not being a second seed a third seed, that they, will they not stop They can still do us. that with rest management. Okay. They can but be a second or third with rest management. Here's the thing. Right. That's why they're
2: they here's want thing. They
0: want to be a first seed.
2: Here's the thing, Luke. That will not happen. And I'm sorry, and you can keep barking at me for it. Bark! But... That will not be the case. Yes, I know you think it will. One, players don't play 82 games a season, let alone superstars. Like players don't. The the Pacers had, I think, last year, a couple guys come close. Thad Bogey. Not, where does that just, get? Where no, does that stop? get Hold you? On. Still talking it, about rest yeah. management. Hold on. Stop. Stop, Luke. It's just, I love it, players. Dude. Don't do it. Players don't play 82 games. People do not play their players 82 games. Coaches, we rested our entire starting lineup two years ago against the Hawks in the final game of the season. Why? Because we were about to play in the playoffs. You think we needed Darren Collison to rest an extra 30 minutes? No, we didn't. But that's what people do. My- and so with Ka- Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, it's going to be even more ex- escalated. No, so before you're, you guys keep- going and say the same things that you've said already, <laughs> let me get my top eight in. <laughs> It's going to be Denver, and it's going to be Utah, and mm. it's going to be Portland mm. in the top three. This is insane, for and I these, like Portland this year. For the reasons that Evan and I have just said, they are not good enough to rest their players and get a top seed. They, And because of that, they value a home court advantage because they know they need it, because they know they don't have the star power to to take over these teams, in my opinion. That leaves you with the Clippers, the Rockets, in my opinion, the Warriors, the Lakers, and the Mavericks. The Mavericks are clearly the worst out of those eight. They will be the eighth seed. The Lakers, I'm not trusting AD to just magically play a full season. I'm not going to do it. And LeBron's in his 16th season. Had his first major injury, really, of his career last year. I think he's going to be really good when he's on the court, but he's going to miss some time. They're going to be the seven seed. The Warriors... I wanted to move them up because I think people are hating on them, and I think they're going to be good. I just can't because of the teams that are ahead of them. They're going to be six, and then the Rockets are going to be five, and
0: the Clippers are going to be four. If the Clippers are four, are four suite, I'll buy you a home. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because, I'll buy you. A, I'll buy you a house. Okay, I. Okay, for you and your newly fiance to live in. And, gonna it, it, it's gonna. It can be in It can be in Manhattan. It can be right next to Staples Center. I don't care. Okay. That That is ridiculous to think that the Los Angeles Clippers, due to antics, which is what it, what it is. It's antics would fall un- under the line of Utah's okay. not. but
2: here's the thing. When, when Kawhi misses 20 games – or Paul George gets hurt with his shoulder again, or his groin, and misses misses three weeks. Don't use that as an excuse for having to buy me my first home.
0: No, I will make that as an excuse. But my point is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying that the Clippers are rolling out the best defensive team we've seen in 15 okay. years. and you guys are, you guys are using rest management as a yes, reason why because this isn't 2K.
2: This is the NBA. We we can't turn injuries off and turn progressive fatigue off. These guys are going to get tired. They're they're gonna want to rest. The, the league is already expanding the season because it's been such an issue. That's just not gonna magically go away because two guys decided to go play in Los Angeles together.
1: And, and it's think, just not gonna happen. Yeah, and I think I'm kinda in the middle of you guys on the Clippers. I think the Clippers are gonna be probably two. And I think like I, I think they're gonna load manage enough to where they want those guys fresh for the playoffs. They want them healthy. Because if you're gonna be an optimal you know, defensive team in the playoffs, like with those guys, like you, you got to have your unit together. And you have to impose yourself on another team. I think with the one seed is you're looking at a Denver or Portland, um, maybe Utah. I won't put Utah one. I, I won't even put Utah. I got Utah I, five I, six. I, they, the highest that Utah is going for me is four, and that's if a lot of things fall their way. Because Portland and Denver are that good. And it's because both those teams got a lot deeper this offseason. They got so that they have their stars and they have their, their identities, but they got deeper and that's what they've always needed. And the Clippers, like he said, you have to respect the Clippers. And that's that's where I want to get in the middle of this, is I love the Clippers. Yeah. And when come playoff time, when you throw out Pat Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montrezl Harrell. We haven't even fucking talked about Montrezl Harrell I think yet. Martra's that's that underrated. That's I why, too. That's uh, why, you know who else
0: we haven't talked about? I don't know. Uh, Lou Will, the best six man. That's exactly what, what the I said th- earlier. That's exactly what I said
2: earlier. Is Utah is a better regular season team than the Clippers? They will win more regular season games than the Los Angeles uh, Clippers. I can't. But they I can't cannot. Get they that. will not beat. They will not beat them in a seven game series. But you talk about how deep everyone else got. The Utah Jazz have deep. Conley, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert, Ed Davis, Jeff Green. Uh, who's their backup point guard right nowadays? I don't even remember who it is. Uh, they Exum. have Exum. They have Exum, and they signed Moody. Oh, who just came off his They just as signed Moody, who just came off his best year you're, that he's ever had in his yeah, career. You're
0: telling, I'm telling you, that team is not very good on defense. That's really yeah, but I, I think yeah, who, who is their yeah, best yeah, but, yeah, but I think Rudy Gobert. Could, but I think you can yes, where that. do you score
2: the easiest points in the NBA at the rim? Who else is defending? Conley, Mike Conley? Bogdanovich, who turned into a a, a above average defender. No, in I, th- I think, tell me
0: you did not just use Bojan, who I love and would. Would lay one. You can't uh, act like you can't act like he's a bad down. defender.
2: You can't act like that because you you watched him for two years turn
0: into a very very capable defender. Boyan is a at best capable def- capable okay. defender. I'm talking about Pat Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard for Pat, Pete's sake.
2: Pat Beverly just he he literally untucks your jersey and sticks his head in it. He's
0: just he's just wired. No. He's, oh. Pat, who's a better he, uh, point guard defender than Patrick Beverly in the league? Nobody. Not a soul. Has he made an all-defensive team? Yes. Look it up. Mitch, tell me right now that Patrick Beverly's made an all-defensive team.
2: Because I swear for the last three years, he's in the same category as P.J. Tucker for me. He's always running his mouth about how good he is, and then he never makes an all-defensive team. Bro,
1: you're flipping this very quickly because I stand over P.J. Tucker. I stand... Dan over Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly's a dog. Yeah, I like Pat Beverly. I would Dude, love him I'd be as a pacer. shitless if I was I would a player. love I him, him as a the pacer Clippers every night. But the
2: thing seriously. is, seriously. But but the thing is,
0: they're gonna come out. They're gonna come out hunting heads, son. I'm telling like you, Pat, yeah. Bever-
2: Pat Beverly. Every year has one instance right before the playoffs or in the playoffs where he goes. He goes nuts, and it's. He's made one All Defensive Team in 2016. in 2016,
0: one. Twenty sixteen, he was the All de- Defensive First Team. 2013, 2014, he was all defensive second team. Three teams, okay. three
2: times, three teams team. in what a eight, nine, ten year career. Okay. Okay, so what are we? Yeah, comparing? but what has he done What are do you, do you, you comparing say, what, him to? What, what? What? But it doesn't matter. What has he done recently? Has he won? A, has he been on a all defensive teams? I mean, he's he been is, is the reshaping
1: Clippers? the identity of the Los Angeles Clippers. He's an no
2: co- part of signing that. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. It started before that, did. but yeah,
0: dude. You're, Patrick Beverly was guarding best players on other teams. Forget the just the point guard. He position. was guarding Durant. The fucking playoffs. Come on. No, I'm just, you're acting like this guy is just some some washed up. Yeah, old and you're acting guy. like you're, Mike, you're, you're acting
2: like Mike Conley and Bojan Bogdanovich just don't belong on the defensive end of the court. I'm
0: comparing them to guys like Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Patrick Beverly, who they they don't hold a candle to
1: those guys defensively. I I mean that's
2: that's just
0: and, and I I get where, what
1: you're saying. Like I, I I get where you're going with with the Jazz because. I like the Jazz too. My my thing is, I, I think the Jazz will, will win a lot of games. I think they'll win like forty eight games ish. Pick a team, right? But but when it comes to the playoffs, it doesn't matter. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is it, it like, doesn't
2: matter how many games you've won when you're the Utah Jazz and they are deep. They are like. What the they, Pacers, they will not, like what the Pacers. They will have, not win
1: better games, games than the they've they've
0: Pacers games. West, which what tells you is they don't have enough talent That's to exactly be a top three, 3
2: seed. No, but they are better. They have more talent this year than the Pacers do. I agree with you. So they will win more games. They're they will be the a, they will be a higher seed and and they they just aren't good enough to win a playoff series against this west that's all i'm saying they don't hold a can they don't, they but, don't, they
0: don't but, listen but i'm not going to i'm not going to say they're to Denver, bad just alone, because we're talking about
2: let alone the clippers right you're on something tonight and you have been since before we started so i'm just <laughs> done talking <laughs> I, you're, you're just pick you're, pick i can't stop oh. pick a team.
0: stop pick a team for what that you like better okay new orleans pelicans sacramento kings or minnesota Ew,
1: that's, that's disgusting uh, You're You are going good To hit the Wolves um, So you put Pelicans Pelicans, Kings Kings, Wolves I, I'm not even going to Think about the Wolves Yeah, the wolves I, I are... refuse to think About the Wolves the Until, wolves here, until, here, until they prove That they're relevant I mean you take They took Jimmy Butler Off the team And who Who am I going to have Faith in Wiggins
0: Yeah the, the, Okay so Bum it, Who do you like better The Sacramento Or the Pelicans that's a good comparison.
2: Um, I like Sacramento better. Oh, Pelicans. Um, I just because Brandon Ingram has never been good. Um, I'm a far, far from anything close to a believer in Brandon Ingram. Oh, he changed scenes, he, scenery, new location. Was it third, fourth year in the league. He's bound to have a breakout year. He's too good not to have one. Like, no, I personally just don't think he's very good um Lonzo Ball's not just going to go somewhere else and start hitting shots that's going to he's a guy who's going to take some time to build some chemistry Zion is not going to come into the NBA and immediately dominate I agree he is going to be very very good he is going to have a very good career and I moved off of that in the past I used to say he's not going to be good he's all hype he is going to be very very good Drew Holiday is very very good but Drew Holiday is
0: not good enough to Lead a team. Although I do think Drew Holiday uh, is the consummate pro, and he's re- he's going to be good. But for look at team the guys,
1: guys they brought in, though, dude. You got they brought in fucking JJ Reddick. I and know. I know. But
2: it's also there. It's something that goes back to what you said earlier: is it's a bad year to not be good enough. And I don't think they're in that conversation yet with with Utah or Denver or or Portland or even maybe Golden State this year. What they're, do you think? They're you not mean, you in have there, to. and they're in the Dallas's boat. I agree, Dallas's boat where. They're not good enough to be thought of as a serious contender. In the back of the mind, in the back of your mind, you know they're really not that good, but you still mention them. They're still below them. They're, they're a fringe playoff team, but they they signed people to fill roles like they're a contender. They brought in Derek Favors and they brought in J.J. Redick. They kept Drew Holiday on a on a massive deal. Well, not massive. He made it look pretty
1: good last year, but he's still getting like $26 million, 25 they be, million. Right. They but, they're going to gonna look, be good. Look at their roster. You have to look at how these rosters are constructed. The Pelicans are constructed that if they pick up some momentum and they make some early noise come trade deadline, you got a bunch of favorable contracts, a picks that you can package together, and you can get a guy to go with Drew holiday to go with zion and and like guys like lonzo they don't have to come in and hit shots Mm -hmm. dude they're gonna be playing so freaking fast like going up and down the floor and
0: i love i love holiday and ball defensively yeah no they're i I wrote them down as
2: one of my um i'm with you uh best teammate pairings and i just forgot to mention them but when i look at the pelicans roster and i look at the kings roster and start to compare them The Kings are just – they have something that Pacers fans have kind of dogged on Pritchard for maintaining recently, um, is they have chemistry that the Pelicans just don't have. And in the NBA, Evan, you mentioned it earlier, that's what gets you regular season wins. And it's – I personally think the Pelicans are going to be exciting to watch and they're going to be fun to watch, but they're so young – and the Kings are young, too, but they have some veteran leadership that we talked about earlier before but so, we started. But so do the Pelicans. That I think the Kings' veteran leadership is better enough, the, and they have more of it, that the, the Pelicans are going to find themselves in a lot of close games, like mm-hmm. the Hawks last year, that they do not win. Yeah. Simply Ooh. because they're young, right. and they rightfully so, they should be getting their young guys more minutes. Because this year, they should—they really should not be worried about right. the playoffs whatsoever.
0: Right. Needless to say, there are so many fun teams to watch in the Western Conference. Um, yeah, I like the Clippers more than Dow does. Maybe not in the postseason, right? Dallas likes Utah more than I do. Uh, I like Portland more than I like Portland more than lot. most <laughs> most people do. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. For you, the, for those of you that are listening, I'm going to give you the Vegas win projections, and I'm going to ask a very interesting question that I want to close with uh, on this podcast today. Uh, Vegas said, contrary to Evan, Floyd, Dallas, Harris, or Luke, Howard, uh, that Los Angeles Clippers will finish one, Utah two, Denver three, Houston four, Lakers five, Portland six, Golden State seven, and they did put San Antonio in at eight. Evan, Dallas, and then I'll I'll, I'll answer. Um, In between you guys, where would you put the Indiana Pacers, if they were in the Western Conference, where would they finish 1 through 16? Or 15, sorry.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Keep in mind, they're playing Western Conference teams. No, right. They're in the Western. Honestly,
2: if Vic started the year healthy, I would have them 6. Um simply because they are like Denver, they are like Utah. They aren't as talented as those teams which are not which is why they're not higher. And the reason that Denver and Utah are so high for me is the where they're they're playing. Actually Denver is like the hardest place to play in because of altitude. Like they're not gonna lose games there. They just aren't. Anyway, um but because Vic is gonna be out, I think they would still be good enough to get the seven or the eight seed. I really do. Mm-mm. Um that's my opinion. Uh, I'm a Pacers fan. I think, I think we're. I like enough. that he reinstated so, to us. that He's a
0: Pacers fan after. Well, that. it's just,
2: it's just, it's the Pacers bias. Uh, I'm not blind to that. Yep. Um, it's and, blinding you. But I would, it's, I. You can't tell me that San Antonio would be better than us. Ooh, no but way.
0: Maybe. Um, I, th- I think we're a lock and, at eight,
2: and we're, we're better than, and we're better than the Mavericks. Yeah. We're better than everyone. Eight and below. If
1: Victor, if Victor plays the whole year, you probably slide in at eight above San Antonio. He's not, so you don't slide in above San Antonio. I'm sorry. Like it with, and I love our our team that we have this year. And I love that we're going to be able to find out things about our team that we've never seen before because we actually have versatility, and we actually have depth, and we have flexibility to do a lot of different things, and a lot of guys who are we think are going to hit. Well, hoping, uh, but I don't feel good. Like when I look at those, the only team I feel good about us even playing is San Antonio. Traditionally, how do the Pacers usually play in or play against, you know, on a consistent basis? Like these, these are the games we see the schedule and we circle that to be an L before they even happen. Just based on like, if you think the Pacers are going to win in Portland,
0: the Pacers could be better than Golden State this year. I mean, seriously, without Clay, I mean, I, I really, I think that you know, even with Victor coming back in January, right, we could be better than the Golden State. World. I'm
1: not as high on Golden State though, and we've talked about this. Yeah, I, 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 I think, I think Golden State is 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 like not going to make the playoffs.
0: I, here's no Golden State. Will here's my thing the about the about mm. the Pacers, and it's.
2: It. I mean, I. I said it earlier. It goes back to Denver and Utah. It's that. It's just the type of team we are, um, and the type of culture that the Pacers have. They're not going to throw away a season. I mean, it's just they're too good to not go out there and play hard every night and say we're gu- we're gunning for for the playoffs and we're gunning to be th- this good in the Western Conference and they would win right around 45 games in the, in the west and and if everything was was how vegas says it would go that would put them at 8 and a couple injuries happen to the teams above them that could sneak them into 7 or 6 the pacers get hot and ad and lebron get hurt and something happens to lillard or westbrook or harden gets or something mortal, it's dude. just yeah. Damian DeLore is just, never you, hurt, you, you can never know. He's never look, retired, look. And because of that, I'd say I was confident they'd sneak in look, seven or eight. We
0: know that the three T's get us in the eighth seed no matter what. Exactly. Right. Uh, and <laughs> so the, for those of you that lis- were listening, if you thought we were going to go on the entire podcast without us talking about the Pacers, you're an <laughs> absolute lunatic. Yeah, Rob. Uh, but here at the PGM, we thank you so much for tuning in. This is what we think about the Western Conference, uh, Dallas, I still love you. We, we <laughs> may have argued. In, in reality, we
1: really don't know shit. Right. right. After this podcast, Dallas, we we don't know anything. Dallas,
0: we 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 will still uh, stay friends after this podcast. <laughs> Evan, I appreciate you coming yeah. on. Thanks, guys. Um, this is the PGM podcast. Thanks for listening. Later.